Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Can your savings weather an economic storm? There are very few physical assets you can invest in that are proven to stand the test of time. Gold has withstood as a valued form of money for millennia. And Birch Gold lets you convert a retirement account into a tax-sheltered IRA and physical gold. That doesn't cost you a penny out of pocket. Text COAST to 989898 and claim your free info kit on gold. Text COAST to 989898 and secure your savings today. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. So Dr. Dan Freeman, co-author of a couple of books on Jack the Ripper uh, as Sir Arthur Conan Doyle or Sir Arthur Conan Doyle as Jack the Ripper. The uh, new one will be coming out this fall. And if all goes as planned, uh, you'll see a, a little blurb on the back there. Doyle's World Lost and Found. The unknown histories of Sherlock Holmes and Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. So, if if I were to ask you though, Dan, if I could, uh, again, I mean, you mentioned the Robert Louis Stevenson thing. You mentioned some pieces that it seems like Sir Arthur Conan Doyle gave to other people to publish under their names. How do you make that determination? You know. I actually, what I will do, I will go through a, a Sherlock Holmes tale, and I right. will analyze the language, and I will look for clues in there that don't seem to match the storyline or see if there's something out of place. And I'll take that one piece of information, and I will investigate where, where it was really coming from or what it was really meant to, to mean. And in one of, my, in one of the, 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 uh, the stories, it was just that, I am your neighbor. And that line, I am your neighbor, just comes out of nowhere. 
And it was the clue I needed to figure out exactly who this entire story was dedicated to. And it's actually one of the most famous ones. It's the one that resurrected um, Sherlock Holmes out of the grave. Now, in other words, there was the Hound of the Baskervilles, but that took Holmes back before he, was, he, was, he fell off Reichenbach Falls. Right. And there's the adventure of the empty house where he says, I've been away in Tibet, and I went to Florence, and I went to France, and I stopped in on Mecca. And there was just one word in that story, I am your neighbor, that made me look to see what that meant, who was his neighbor, found out who the neighbor was, and everything about that neighbor fit the entire story. So in other words... Yeah. You know, tell, tell me more specifically about what you mean by that, then. So, in other words, uh, so he had a neighbor uh, named Grant Allen. He was a very famous writer at the time. It was kind of like the Isaac Asimov of our time. He like wrote mm-hmm. every genre possible, like science fiction, but then history, then religion, uh, sure. then, uh, biology. So, and, and Doyle was asked right before this, before Grant Allen died. He said, hey, Arthur, you're my neighbor. We, we know each other for years now. You moved here because of me. I told you to move to this area for your wife's health, and you did. Could you do me a favor and just finish the, the end of my story for me? I can't do it. And Doyle, of course, said, sure, I'll do, I'll do your story for you. Where are we up to? We're in uh, Mystic Tibet, and we're going to be meeting with the Dalai Lama. So, of course, Doyle starts up the story, and he starts writing about you know the Dalai Lama and the adventures that were going to happen after this. So, if you take this part of the I Am Your Neighbor being Grant Allen, and you look and see what happens in the rest of the empty house, we start off in Tibet. Holmes tells you, I went to Tibet and met with the Dalai Lama. And then I went to Florence. And, I w- and Florence is actually a book that Grant Allen wrote, because he also wrote about travel guides. And he's hmm. one of his most famous travel guides is Florence. I'm actually holding it in my hand, actually. It's beautiful. Uh, hmm. I can't show you because we're not doing like a... Yeah, no, 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 but that's cool. Yeah, I like yeah. that. So, but all, all the things in that story are based upon Grant Allen, like where, the, where Holmes went, who we, where he went to, what the name of the murderers are. I mean, it's, it's all dedicated to Grant Allen secretly, never acknowledged, and no one's ever figured this out before. Hmm. So that's one of the stories that we're going to be doing, and we're also going to be doing um, another, the, the second home story, uh, the, uh, the Sign of the Four. Uh, which is one of the most famous of his novels, probably one of my favorite stories of all time. But in that one, we learn about this guy with one leg named Jonathan Small and how he has all these adventures. And, but when you look at the story and you analyze it, it is the, the story of Treasure Island being told in reverse. Basically, you're going to be doing a sea story that becomes a land story that goes back to a sea story, which is the opposite of Treasure Island. And, you know, we have... Our character in Doyle's story is Jonathan Small, but in Treasure Island we have Long John Silver. So we have a Long versus a Small, and we have John as the same first name, so both characters. So the characters' names match up, too. Hmm. You know, Long and Small. And, but there's more to it than that. This, that's like a little, you know. That's a teaser. teaser yeah, a little teaser, coming up. Yeah. yeah, I like that. You know what... Um do you know what, uh, what neighbor implies in uh, Hebrew? No, tell me. What does neighbor imply in Hebrew? People you cannot avoid. <laughs> yeah, I that's exactly. I got, I got two neighbors over yeah. here. Yeah, I, I yeah. can see that. Yeah, sure. It, it like doesn't that. mean geographic. It doesn't mean like you only have like four neighbors, people who are around your house. Yeah. So oh. people in your, in your life you can't avoid. Yeah. Wow, and I fi- I find that concept so fascinating because you know then it, love thy neighbor takes on a whole different thing other it than does. you know it it's like 
the love that you might have for a neighbor doesn't end at the end of a block. It's the people that are in your community, basically. It's like yeah. people you just cannot avoid. Like if they're, if they're going to be right. at work with you, they're your neighbor because you cannot avoid them. You're, they're your work right. But Or the people you're going to see at Temple. Or the, those two, your congress. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anybody you're going to be really with is your, your neighbor. You know, I guess. Right. I and love that concept. Yeah, you may be in conflict with them, but can't avoid them. <laughs> so you might as well work it out. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I always love that. Well, all right. So, um, again, that's Doyle's world is lost and found. The unknown histories of Sherlock Holmes and Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. You can pre-order that right now on Amazon. Let's go back to something that I mentioned before the break, which was Dr. Catherine Ramslin, internationally recognized expert on serial killers, a criminologist, and she, I, I made an offhand comment once about some of the things we know that define the characteristics of a serial killer, and she made a point to say it's a myth that serial killers want to be caught, that in fact it's the opposite. They don't want to be caught. They're not interested in in turning themselves in. They're, this idea, this sort of you know, Dostoevskyan concept about, uh, you know, chase me, it, that it's over, it, there's too fine a point on it. Where are you with that? Well, I would say that no one, no silly killer wants to get caught. I mean, it means serving time in jail. I mean, you, you, you don't or hanged. Caught, but, oh, yeah, exactly. But, but then again, you, the, but there could be a little game that you're playing when you are, and, and that's why they leave things behind. I mean, and that's how they, you got to remember, that's, good detective work is how they, they find, you know, a serial killer. They, 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 their patterns are always left behind. So they are leaving things behind as far as patterns are concerned. Sometimes they leave little objects behind. Um, the Jack the Ripper crimes themselves left, left behind some objects, and they have meanings to the serial killer, but maybe not to you. Um, and I, I'm just going to go over the Jack the Ripper ones. I mean, there were two that I really find which were like standout. There were thimbles left behind, and there were handkerchiefs left behind. And that was always in like, you know, when they did the inquest, those those objects always came up. I mean, I know other people say there were coins left behind and, and brass rings for, like, some type of black magic ritual, which they were not. They, they right. were, that wasn't there. That's all myth, and that's all make-believe. But the handkerchiefs were there, and they're all part of the inquest. And thimbles left behind planted. They were, purpo- you know, they were purposely planted next to the victims. And, the, the, and those are the ones I like the most, because the, the handkerchief is really intellectually based. You know, if you read Othello and you see what, you know, Iago does to Desdemona, he manipulates that beautiful fidelity of the handkerchief into something that represents infidelity. So if the Ripper understood or had ever was a, a student of the Bard and knew that the handkerchief being left behind could be a symbol of infidelity, it's a clue for his motive of why he killed these women, because really, he really didn't have a motive. He wasn't doing it for robbery. He wasn't doing it for lust. You know, there was really no motive why he killed this specific woman. There was a pattern, but there was no motive. He wasn't doing it to, like, financial gain. You know, like uh, like H.H. Um, H. Holmes would do it for financial gain. You know, he would right. take insurance policies on the women. with, the, with right. the big, You know, but that, that's financial gain. That's, that's different. Um, but there was nothing here. So he left behind those handkerchiefs as a, as a, as like a calling card, saying, here I am, I killed this woman, not because of who she was, but she represents infidelity to me. And the thimble is something that I find is fascinating. And 
It's, it's one of the things you find in actually Peter Pan, which is actually James, James Barry wrote Peter Pan. It's actually a friend of Arthur Conan Doyle. They were cricket teammates together. And in, in, in Peter Pan, Wendy Darling gives Peter a symbol, and right. he says, you know, this represents a kiss. So it's almost like this is a kiss, and the symbol's being left away from the woman being planted means this is, a, 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 again, an act of infidelity. You, the, the symbol's not placed on your hand. It's taken away from you. And also, they, of course, the Ripper stole all the rings. He took the rings off, uh, and Chat, Chapman, she, she lost her rings. Because rings represent fidelity, so she couldn't, be, she couldn't die with a ring on her finger. It would represent a, a fidelity. So those are the th- three things that I noticed that, the, that were being left. But um, as far as you know, uh, being, wanting to be caught, I can say they probably like to play with the, the toy with the, the, the police. They like to toy with society. I don't think any serial killer, unless they're really criminally insane, wants to get put into the uh, right. and get hanged or executed or electrocuted. No. So I do agree with that you're expert that right. yeah, they, don't want to, they don't want to be caught. There isn't a stop me before I kill again motif right. to the... To the Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Okay, let's go back. First of all, the thimble changes the way I'm going to play Monopoly next time. So <laughs> you, you have to be the dog next time you play. Yeah, you so, can have the race dog. car. You can exactly. have the race car. I'm going to be the thimble. Um, so, um, but then the that concept of the handkerchief... A, was there any evidence that says that Sir Arthur Conan Doyle was familiar with, with Shakespeare, that he was oh, a, a fan oh, of Shakespeare? Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Okay. First of all, Sh- Doyle, 
Boyle was, like, he basically was, like, bathing in Shakespeare since he was a child. His mother read him Shakespeare and Arthurian legends. When he went to school, Doyle had to act out the plays during Hmm. the winter recess, and, of course, the plays were always Shakespearean. So he he knew Shakespeare. He could probably quote you Shakespeare. As a matter of fact, uh, one of the things that are in our lost stories, he starts off with a Shakespeare quote. And okay. even though it's not officially written by Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, it, it's his work. And he starts up with a Shakespeare quote. And there's a lot of Shakespeare in the, in the Holmes Tales, too, all put in there, like little lines that he throws in there. So he was fully aware of, of the words that uh, Shakespeare used and, and, the, and the reasons behind them. You know, like waking up the word assassins and all that. He knew all that kind of stuff. Okay. So then, um, the was there anything on the handkerchief? Had the handkerchief been used to clean a blade, or was it a pristine handkerchief that was just dropped? You know, actually, he actually wiped his blades on other pieces of paper that were found near the the, the bodies. Um, he actually left the handkerchiefs in pretty nice condition, as a as a as a symbol of infidelity. Like I'm giving okay. you this handkerchief, which I have manipulated to represent your act of infidelity. So no, they weren't like used like with to wipe his hands off, and he just threw them down. That was not what he he just actually left them there as like a calling card. Okay, and they weren't were were handkerchiefs considered a sign of aristocracy or of uh, of success that the no, lower classes was, wouldn't I, have a handkerchief, but the no, upper classes would. No, no, the lower class. No, they had. Now, even in, when you look in some of the uh, at the uh, at Mary uh, Jean Kelly's room, who was I don't think it was one of the victims, but um, but she had handkerchiefs in her room. A lot of the victims carried handkerchiefs with them, but these were not like they actually during the inquest. That was one of the things was did they would ask people that knew the the victims. Did she have? Was this her handkerchief? And they they, that, they would always say that was not hers that did not belong to her that was not her item she had that one but she didn't have this one that was okay. by the ripper except that you know there's a difference between i mean unless you're saying that there wasn't in in this era um there's a difference between male handkerchiefs and female handkerchiefs um and that men's handkerchiefs tend to be you know, much more simply adorned, and if they may even have, uh, you know, they may even have a monogram on it, whereas a female may have, and I'm going based on my grandmother's handkerchiefs, which she <laughs> yeah, treasured sure. and passed down, yes. they were very elaborate. Oh, I'm sure. I know, I don't think, you know, there was, I don't have any, you know, photographic, you know, things I can look at to see what they, was, right. they were left with. Uh, I don't, I would tend to believe that they were not monogrammed, and I would tend to believe they were not that elaborate, per se, but I would say they were most likely to be of the color white. And I'll tell you why. Because when Doyle was about 14 years old, he actually writes about an event at his school. And I told you, if you remember, I told you he had a very bad school experience. He was beaten basically every day, beaten by the professors, and, and, and the faculty would always whip him with a, this thick rubber tolly on his hand and, and strip the skin off his hand. I mean, he was really abused as kid. But when he was 14, he wrote his mother that a teacher named Mr. Crea, and I'm going to spell that because this is important for the Sherlock Holmes people, uh, C-H-R-E-A, this teacher, Mr. Crea, basically said, Doyle, Doyle, I'm going to kill you in the middle of Vesper service. And 
started waving a and he and Doyle writes this. He, the, he started waving a white handkerchief around over his head, screaming, "Doyle, Doyle, I'm going to kill you! I'm going to kill you!" So the, the, he actually uses the word "white handkerchief," and that that story actually was meant to as a as a way to tell his mother that I know you're having an affair with the with the lodger Brian Waller without even having to say it, because he tells his mother that I was with. Um, uh, my teacher, and we were reading a story called Derecher, and Derecher is a German word for revenge. And he, t- and he actually tells his mother this. And then he says, D- you should read the book. You should get the book in English. Now, the book is written by Otto Leewald, so that means, it doesn't mean anything, because it's, it's a German book. But he had an English name, which was Kurt Waller. And the name of the mother's well, lodger at the time was Brian Waller. So it was a way of saying... Um, I know that you're having an affair, and that's why he used the word Kriya, because if you, in the first Sherlock Holmes tale, there's two sections where the the killer, well, the murderer, Jefferson Hope, basically, writes on the wall the word Rach in blood. Well, those are the, those are the five letters that are in Kriya. R-A-C-H-E are the same letters, it's an anagram of Kriya, C-H-R-E-A. So, Rach in German means revenge. So, it was his way of telling his mom, I know you're very educated. You're going to find the book. You're going to know the name of the book in English is written by Waller. And you're going to understand that the white handkerchief is a method of infidelity. And you're going to know I know that you're, you're sleeping with this guy in the house. Hmm. It's, 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 it's Conan Doyle's way of saying he's really brilliant, but he's not going to, he's not going to embarrass you. An alternate meaning of, uh, mm-hmm. of Kurt is wolf. Oh, it could, it could be wolf. There you go. Yeah, Yeah. Wolf and Sheep's Clothing, yeah, absolutely. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release 
Presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more.